Hello and welcome to another episode of Healing Through Pain, a podcast dedicated to the mission of walking people towards healing and health. In each new episode, we will discuss how to show up well for the responsibilities and opportunities that life sends our way. Here is your host, Stephanie West, a licensed practicing counselor in the state of Michigan, a teacher, and a professor who lives her life at the intersection of mental health and education. Thanks so much for following along. Hey guys, welcome back to a new episode. It is Memorial Day weekend here as I'm recording. And as I woke up this morning, I was kind of just looking around. You know, my house, my new house here is mostly set up. And I'm just kind of laying in bed there looking up at my ceiling fan and thinking to myself, like, I'm going to be excited to swap that out. It's uh, gold and wood, and it just doesn't go with my aesthetic much at all. And so as I'm setting up house here, there are a few tweaks that I want to make. And as I'm thinking about that this morning, and I'm thinking of the intersection with Memorial Day, it's just something where I'm acutely aware of the fact that I live in the lap of luxury to where I can ponder about getting a new ceiling fan and that becomes some type of priority in my life. And that's that's to me just the kind of an important place to camp out today about how much is actually afforded to us as I go into you know, Memorial Day, and as I think through people who gave their lives for a cause, a lot of people who enlisted did so freely and voluntarily because they believed so ardently about something and then paid the ultimate sacrifice. And then there are people who enlisted and maybe they didn't believe in a specific cause, but they believed in the brotherhood, they believed in purpose and meaning, they believed in something, maybe not the cause for which they were fighting, maybe not all the nuances of what their conflict entailed, but they still engaged in a way that they defended something, they defended an ideal and gave their lives for it. There's even people who we remember on Memorial Day here who didn't believe in a cause and who were involuntarily compelled to fight. And, and they lost their lives too. And all of that just, it hits me so hard thinking through how often I and how often we overlook what a gift our life actually is here. So here, when I say here, I'm talking about in the United States. And, and really, wherever you're hearing this, there has to be some blessing going on in your life where you're allowed to have access to podcasts and you're allowed to have the freedom to listen to free speech. And there's people who have fought to ensure that those are the rights that are afforded to us. And that's kind of where I want to camp out today. I'm not saying that life's not hard. But even in the hard, we have so many blessings not afforded to others. And I think Memorial Day is a great time to ponder who has given to us such gifts of opportunity and and what are we doing with them. So a few years back, I was listening to NPR and they mentioned that households that make $50,000 annually are in the top 1% worldwide. I don't think we consider that often. Here in the United States, we talk about the top 1% and how much money they have and how they do just maybe what we perceive to be foolish things with their copious amounts of cash. But do we stop and pause and think that if we're in the income bracket of making $50,000 within our household, We are in the top 1% worldwide. And I get that if you're listening to this, that's not everybody's story. But that number is so minuscule compared to how we perceive wealth. $50,000 puts us in the top 1% worldwide in wealth. But our lenses, especially our comparative lenses, can be especially skewed. And we can be looking at other people and seeing what they have and feeling such deficits in our own life. And I would wonder how helpful that is, but I would also wonder how accurate is that? 
There seems to be such a collective emphasis on the deficits that we experience. So what's wrong with our own lives, the ways that we suffer, how things need to change and need to improve. And now clinically speaking, how we choose to think about things greatly affects our level of distress. So I get concerned when there's this collective attitude of how bad we actually have it. I don't want to refute that hard stuff happens. There are definitely hardships going on right now in the world around us. Here in the United States, it seems like there's kind of sucker punch after sucker punch that we have to absorb. There are bad things happening. I sit with clients daily in their heart, and we talk through guttural, painful things that go on. I watch the news. The news tells us things going on locally and nationally that are atrocities. Absolutely, they are painful, hard things that are happening. I've had my own pain, especially over this last year. It's been absolutely leveling at points. And if I look historically in my life, there have been so many pain points that have happened. I don't want to refute that the hard stuff is here. But then I'm sitting here this morning and I'm pondering about changing out my ceiling fan. And I'm sitting safely with almost anything afforded to me. And again, I get that that's my narrative. I know that there are people all around me that may not have the same luxuries that I do. So I do have to take responsibility for my blessings and use them well. But I have to acknowledge my blessings and that's what I want to emphasize today. People have sacrificed so we have blessings. People have sacrificed so we have freedom. People have sacrificed so I can have this platform where I can use my voice freely and not be worried about being censored or sanctioned or thrown in jail. People have sacrificed for that. And often we overlook it and we emphasize the things that are deficits in our own life. We emphasize the perception we have about how things are unfair and unjust. And yes, those things happen. It's not an either or, either we're blessed or we're suffering. It's a even while there's struggle, We also have copious amounts of blessings going on in the context that we're in. And so I need to acknowledge my blessing and I need to take inventory about what's true in my life. When we are sitting in a season of hard, a season of dissatisfaction, a season of really tough stuff, the blessing is still there, but we have to be looking for it. Several clients this past week came in and they were so overwhelmed about what's going on in the world around us. And they just said, Steph, I don't know how to make sense of it. My heart is hurting. How do I speak to my kids about the hard things? And I gave them a few statistics. I said, well, if we know anything about news media, it tends to be about 80% negative. So that's a problem if we're constantly consuming the narrative that's going on at the macro level. I said the second thing that we know that needs to be true is to usually achieve some sort of homeostasis. For every one negative input, we need about five positive inputs to counterbalance things. I go back to what Mr. Rogers said in a very popular saying a while ago. He said, when there is something terrible that's happened, I look for the helpers. And that's the thing that I need to look for too, because bad stuff happens and hard stuff happens. But even in spite of that, the good is all around us. And we live in a very blessed space, blessed time period. And we are surrounded with copious amounts of opportunities. I understand it might not be a popular message, and this is not intended to be toxic positivity and silver lining. This is a dose of reality that we have to acknowledge that in spite of the hard stuff, we are so blessed that atrocities are outliers and they're anomalies and they make the news because they're so horrific and big and outside of our normal. And so far, that has remained true Because we live in such a blessed context. And if we forget that and we focus solely on the deficits that we experience, it's going to look bleak. 
I was at a friend's house this last Friday and she did a she did a couple weeks at a birthing center in Uganda earlier this year. And their big win was that they got their first ultrasound machine. So they're in this village and they brought in this new piece of technology. It's been technology that we've used for the broadside of 50 years as a primary intervention in women's stories. For 50 years, we've had this technology and they just got their first one. So again, we complain about the 1%, but the reality is many of us listening to here fall in that 1% worldwide. Yes, hard stuff happens. I get that. Absolutely it does. And we do have things that need reform. Minimum wage definitely could be reformed. Yet we are still incredibly blessed and our workers have voices that are being heard. Yes, education needs overhaul, but we also have access to education and mass. Our kids have opportunities given to them freely because the time in which we live and the context in which we live. Yes, our mental health system needs work, but I get to live in 2022 in the United States where although there are drawbacks, we have made significant strides over the last 30 to 40 years. I can't not see that. I get to do healing work today that was pretty inaccessible 20 or 30 years ago. I know women who I sit with in their 40s and 50s and 60s who do not have the same opportunities I do, and I don't lose sight of that. I don't lose sight of the privileges that I have because people have ensured that we have access to those blessings and those privileges. And then I wonder how many people think that I am promoting toxic positivity, that I'm trying to silver line stuff. I get my privilege. I seriously do. And I'm okay if this upsets people because I live in a place where my voice is allowed to be heard. And for most of us listening here, that is true in your life as well. Yes, there's struggle. Yes, there's drawbacks. There are systemic issues that need reform. There are big issues that need to be overhauled. Because I understand my blessings, I understand that we get to use our voices to make something that's good even better. I refuse to write the narrative that it's all bad. I refuse to sit in the overwhelming narrative that we're struggling and we're suffering in mass when we are in a context and in a time that is some of the most blessed, historically speaking. I get that I am part of the 1% of the most blessed people on earth. And so are many of you. And at some point that has to matter because so many gave their lives for that to be true. And that's what today's about. That's what Memorial Day is about. It's about gratitude. And I encourage you to allow it to be about taking inventory on what's been afforded to each of us. How are we using it? But the question is, do we even see it? Thanks so much for taking the time to listen. Please share this content with friends and family. Feel free to connect with Stephanie at healingthroughpain21 at gmail.com. Until next time, be well.